Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, Lisa, here we are. It's another it's another show on Monday afternoon at 4.30, and we're putting uh, some good ones together. So um, this one, well, tell us what we're talking about today, because it was your idea, and I love it. So anyway, so it's a subject close to my heart. I know it is yours. Yes, it is. And happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend, Sheree. It's absolutely gorgeous here in central Ohio. So I'm honored to be a part of, of this podcast and to share our thoughts with our with our friends and family listening so I thought it would be really awesome to talk about the resurrection since Easter is coming and we celebrated Palm Sunday yesterday and this is Holy Week and I know it's a very somber time in Jesus' life, you know, leading up to the crucifixion. At the end, we know on Sunday what happens and I just thought it was a great time for us to, you know, just talk about things that, you know, like in the fall when our plants and our trees kind of close down and become, you know, um, dormant, we know that come spring they're going to be alive again, which is what we refer to when we talk about the resurrection. So I think this is a really good opportunity to have that discussion. I, I agree with you on that totally, 100%. And, yes, I think it's a great, day, a great time to talk about it. Let's start with Tom today. We'll talk you know, you and I, I'm not Catholic, but I'm, uh, I believe in Jesus. And uh, so it doesn't matter what religion, Jesus is, will come to everybody, anybody. Um, and so what about Palm Sunday? That happened the week before uh, Christ was killed on Friday, I think is uh, what they say. And um, doesn't, so Palm Sunday, you celebrate it when you were a Catholic in the Catholic Church, right? And uh, I, what, what was your take on uh, Palm Sunday? Well, you know, I go back to my childhood, and it was always a time that, you know, we would get palms. We would have, you know, read the story of Jesus, you know, coming, you know, into town, and people would welcome him by waving the palms. And I have visions of watching that whole um, storyline. We would watch it every year in school. And I just, I thought it was just an amazing way to welcome this man, you know, into town and, let him know that we are here and we're welcoming him. Although we also know that there were people that did not want to welcome him. So it was a, it was a tough time for Jesus. And I, I'm very fortunate as we all, you know, are, or could be that, you know, he did the things that he did for us. So, you know, Palm Sunday was a way for us to, you know, reflect on the, the upcoming events, unfortunately, that were going to happen for him. Um, at the same time, I, again, I just want to say it was a welcome to our town. It was welcome to the town, and, and we appreciate everything that he does. Oh, that Yeah, that's beautiful. And then, like you said, there were people that made fun of him and and, uh, um, and wanted him gone. Uh, and, uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but I learned this years ago, that uh, in the Old Testament, it's before Jesus came, you know, to live on earth and die, die for us. 
and then uh, and the New Testament is after he was born and his work, and then the work after him. Uh, so in the Old Testament in Isaiah, they they there was a uh, prophecy that Jesus was going to come and uh, die for for everyone, and we'll talk about that as we're going along. But I was like, wow, that's what you call a gift of prophecy, right? <laughs> a few hundred years before you actually got here. Uh, so um, to say, hey, he's coming, and he's gonna he's gonna uh, celebrate and uh, and and make it easier uh, easy for us to accept him. Well, I'm not gonna say easy, but because it was hard for him. Uh, but he he came. It was told that about his coming and how he would be born and and everything like that. So um, I like that. So it was it was told us about us in the Old Testament, I think, in Isaiah, and here he is. Uh, in the New Testament, hey, he's here, and we all remember that. That's when we celebrate the birth of Jesus at Christmas time, right? And yeah, uh, <clears throat> and yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, and then the resurrection. So we, we're at Palm Sunday, which we just celebrated yesterday. Uh, I think Angel and I did a show about about that, and the angels and the cherubs with with Palm Sunday, and because we always have angels, right? God's angels. And um, so the resurrection, and you have such a wonderful story about your kids. We share that with us, and because I know you have two boys, uh, and they were not easy all the time, right? Little boys are can be challenging as well as little girls. So I'm sure. Yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> um, love my children. I I love them so much. Um, yeah, I. For everybody that's listening, I don't know if you all remember the movie. I think it was called The Crucifixion. It was Mel Gibson had directed this movie, and I believe it came out. Gosh, my kids were still in grade school or middle school time frame, so that was, gosh, um, mid to late 90s, I'm guessing, early 2000s. Anyway, uh, I just felt I needed to take them to see that movie. And it was a tough, very, very, very tough movie to watch. Um, I remember nice. watching their faces, you know, during the whole, you know, hour and a half or however long it was. And, you know, we walked out of there and, I mean, all three of us were just basically numb. Like, we couldn't even hardly speak to each other. And I remember getting in the wow. car and my boys both looked at me and they said, Mom, we will never, ever complain again about going to church with you on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. It, it was really cute. And I said, you guys, you know, I really appreciate you saying that. I said, but more than anything, I just really wanted my boys to understand the sacrifices. You know, obviously the ultimate sacrifice was dying on the cross. Um, but the sacrifices that Jesus made for us to have what we have in our lives right now. And, you know, it, it's a horrible visual to think what a human being could go through the way Jesus did. And the depiction that Mel Gibson presented on film was just, um, it was heart-wrenching. It was, it almost took your breath. Like there were moments when none of us could watch the movie. It was so intense. And, again, I just felt that it was, as hard as it was to watch, it was important for the three of us anyway to visualize the sacrifice because I think we take sacrifice too lightly. You know, when people say, oh, I sacrificed this for this or I sacrificed, you know, this for that or whatever it is. 
And I realize that sacrifice is, you know, a term that can be defined differently by everyone, but it's still a sacrifice. And in my life, a sacrifice is very difficult. And a sacrifice should be difficult for somebody. But we each, you know, have our relative terms and how we depict sacrifice. So I know that was a long-winded explanation, but I just wanted to make sure that I shared the emotions that we all went through that day, and I will never, ever forget it as long as I live. May I ask you a question, if it's okay? Uh, uh, I'm going to ask you if, it, you're, if you're cool with it. Um, is, uh, when you, did you get an uh, inspiration to take them to the movie, The Resurrection, or not The Resurrection, but The Crucifixion of Jesus? Did you get that? Because that, that movie right there, I can't even watch it. It just, like, oh, breaks my heart. Um, did, did you get a feeling, a message, or just knew you needed to take them? Or how did that work? Well, um, I don't remember the specifics 100%, but I do know at that point, and they're growing up. And like you said, you know, kids in general can be a challenge as they're becoming teenagers, you know, so on and so forth. And my kids were really, um, I mean, they're great kids, please don't get me wrong. But some of the choices and the attitude, you know, I was, I was really having a problem with. And they, you know, were fighting against me, you know, about going to church. My kids were raised Catholic. They went to a parochial school. So they went to, you know, they had religion classes as part of the curriculum. They had church during the week. And then we went to church on Sundays. And they were just adamant that, why do we have to go with you on Sunday? And, you know, questioning all of this, which, you know, I guess in the scheme of things, everyone has a right to question some things that we're asked to do. But, my inspiration in taking them to see this movie was I want them to understand what it means to be a Christian. You know, it's not necessarily Catholic, but what it means to be a Christian. And again, what Jesus went through for us to have this life that we do. And I just felt it was absolutely impeccable that they understood from point A to B, how Jesus got to where he did, and then again, obviously rising, you know, from the dead. But the, the circumstances that led up to that, I just thought that it was important for them to understand, you know, this isn't just, you know, um, a life that was just given to us by chance. I mean, it was given to us on purpose. And I right. feel honestly that um, I just I just was very it was very important to me. I was very passionate about them understanding, like I said, what Jesus went through. And I think again it just okay. goes back to sacrificing and how do we all interpret the word sacrifice? And what might be a challenge for me as a sacrifice might not be a challenge to my neighbor that's sacrificing. But we all sacrifice something for someone or for ourselves in everyday life. And we do that, again, in my opinion, out of the love and the passion that we have for helping others. That's just my huh. viewpoint. I like it. I like that. That's good. So what a, what a great gift you gave your children to understand what uh, Christ did for us. God did, because, you know, I call them Siamese triplets, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. They're all connected. Um, 
and people have a hard time with that. But um, I know I did. And uh, what I realize now is, and I, if it's okay, can I talk about the resurrection? If you're cool with that, and uh, oh, God, um, and yes, absolutely, please. please. We were celebrating it, um, and I know Easter is is coming up too on Sunday, and I think Easter is like uh, rebirth, you know, too as well. Like you know, we when we were kids, and and uh, I always enjoyed the Easter egg hunts and dying the Easter eggs. They don't do that anymore. I hear. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm really intel mage, um, <laughs> but. Uh, um, you know, Christ uh, on Friday he was crucified. That's that's what the calendar says. And it may have been on Friday, it may have been on Monday. Who knows? But I'm going to go with Friday. And uh, so he's Palm Sunday. He's being taken. You know, uh, people are making fun of him. His followers are uh, absolutely worshiping him and wanting to help him. And um, <clears throat> and I know that. And, you know, you can read the Bible, you can read, you can go and watch movies or whatever like you did. Um, and so he's in, he's in the jail and they come and get him and they say, okay, it's time for you to go get crucified, right? And I'm not being casual about that, um, but he had already been convicted to, to being crucified on the cross. And uh, by the way, I always found this interesting. Um, there was a choice between him and somebody else who was a known thief and, and, and just a criminal. And did you know the Jewish people picked the criminal over Jesus? And, but it was written many eons of time ago in that I was telling you about the gift of prophecy that Jesus is going to die on the cross for us. And we'll talk about that too as well. So he's carrying that cross. I'm going to cry. I'm so sorry. He's carrying that cross on his back. And, um, and uh, he dropped the cross. He couldn't carry it anymore. And somebody stepped in to, to carry the cross for him and carried it up the, the mountain or the hill or whatever you want to say. It wasn't easy at all. And um, so they put him on the cross, right? And, you know, there were people that got hung on the cross uh, with their hands, with ropes. And there were people that got, then Jesus got hung on the cross with nails in his hands and nails in his feet. What excruciating, I'm saying the word, but probably much more than I know or you know or any of us know, obviously, what excruciating pain that was to, to die like that, you know. And he did die like that. He wasn't given a easy, you know, somebody, you know, hurt him or broke his legs or whatever to help him die quicker. He died. He suffered and died. And um, uh, so, you know, I I look at that and um, I'm really coming into understanding more things now that I grew up with and uh, I I said Jesus I I said what do you want from me and um, and what do you want from people not only me but you Lisa all of us right and he said I want you he says what I want you to do is I like to spend eternity with you and everyone all of us in heaven land I call it heaven land remember because if, if Disney's fun, Disneyland's fun, Heavenland's got to be a blast. And you can do anything there. And he said, celebrate, you know, celebrate with me and, and, and my father and, and Mr. Holy, okay? And he said, all you have to do, he said, is believe that I died on the cross for all your wrongdoing. I'm dying for you, so you don't have to do it yourself. So sorry. Please forgive me. And um, um, I go, I can do that. And he said, great. I said, what do I have to do? 
You said, just ask me to come in your heart and believe I died for you and you can live eternity mm-hmm. with me. And he said, that, he said, I go, that's, that's what born again means, right? He goes, that's right. You're born again with me. And he said, and you yes. can and believe I'm the, I'm the Messiah and I die for you. That's what that means, being born again, being born into Christ and believing that he died for you and you can go have all the fun, all the joy, all the love for eternity, right? And I think that. So cool. And all you have to do is say, hey, come in my heart. I believe you died for me, and I want to spend eternity living and being with you and enjoying myself with you. And I always say, can I go and pet the lions, tigers, and bears that they won't bite me in heaven land? <laughs> yep, you can do that. <laughs> so, you know, you know Tari, um, I, 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 love, I love the raw emotion that you are sharing with us as you expressed those words and shared your you know, your thoughts, because I, I do believe that, you know, there's, there's a part of us that is crucified, you know, and I hate to say on a daily basis, but, you know, we do live in a, in a world that, you know, tends to crucify people. And it certainly isn't the way Jesus was crucified, but, you know, we are crucified to an extent, you know, in daily living. And to know that we have him as our inspiration, you know, knowing what he physically endured, that we too can come out of this reborn as Jesus did and be alive again as Jesus did. And, you know, just thinking how he was hanging on the cross and saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, I will never forget that whole piece of that, you know, that phase that he was in as he was hanging on the cross. And you think, gosh, you know, I'm going through this, you know, crucifixion or I'm going through this troubled time. Why have you forsaken me? And then here we go three days later and Jesus rises from the dead. So I just just wanted to commend you for sharing and allowing, you know, that raw emotion to be, to be with us. I think it's important that we do that. So thank you. and, And I wish I could give you a hug right now. Well, you know what? I, I got your I got your hug because it's energy and it's cool. So you're right. So um, and this is something Jesus died on the cross, but he told his disciples and he told people, "I'll be back in three days. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be dead for three days and I'm coming back." And you know what? When he came back, people, um, I can't. I think it was Mary that saw him first. Maybe uh, not Mary Magdalene. I'm not sure, but. Um, Anyway, she runs back and tells the disciples, right? And they go, he's, and he, and they said, well, he told us he was coming back, but they didn't really believe it, right? And there was doubt. I mean, hey, who gets up and walks after they die, especially on the cross? Like, right. And can you imagine? And uh, so uh, Thomas, um, Thomas, uh, Doubting Thomas, we call him, right? And you, um, you know, we're chatting about him a minute ago. He's one of the disciples. And he said, I don't believe you're, when he comes to see the disciples, and he goes, I don't believe you're Jesus. And he said, come here. And he, I think he felt his, uh, he saw his hands. who had the, the uh, cross, uh, you know, the uh, nail prints in the his scars, hands. The one thing, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then he felt his, uh, he had been beaten with a whip or something, but you could feel stuff in his, his size of his, you know, the size of him, I believe. And also, but the nails, nail prints in his hand. Um, Thomas Thomas got down on his knees and said, I believe you. I know you're Jesus. And uh, I was like, wow, you know, and uh, what a great gift we got, you know. And he came came back from the dead. so We don't have to. Um, You know, I'm so grateful for that because 
you know, I'm not sure how much guts I'd have to do that. I really don't think I could. Well, maybe I could. I, who knows what? But I don't have to know that it's any of us, anybody listening now or, or later. Um, or, you know, we, you, all you have to do is say, I believe you died for me. And thank you. And I'm accepting you in my heart. And I'm going to be up in heaven land. And I'd like to be like Tori and Lisa, playing with the lions, tigers, and bears. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they don't bite you there. So it's all good. Uh, me and my friend, uh, uh, Cammy, she she's so funny. She's, I said, we're going to start a band up there in Heavenly. I go, I get to play the drums. And she goes, you and you and Tripp can play the guitar, right? So, you know, what do you want to do there? You can do anything. But um, I love her for that. We, we've been chatting away about it. And um, uh, she said, I appreciate what you're saying to me, T. She goes, and I believe, I know, and, and, and she goes, what do I have to do? I said, just ask it. So she said, so she asked me to her heart. And uh, one thing you and I talk about is always, man, being a fair-weather friend, you know, because, you know, we don't want to be a fair-weather friend to God. Hey, God, uh, forget about you. I got what I needed, and I'm moving on. So in the morning time, I know you and I talked about this. I always ask God, God, what can I do for you? Joshua, what can I do for you? Because they're all connected. And Mr. Holy, or Holy, what can I do for you too? Or Holy Spirit, some people call. And uh, and then I, you know, get something, or sometimes I don't get anything. Just be happy. And I was like, okay, do that, right? Sometimes that's challenging too. I know, right? You know, we have times where we it's hard to be forget forget being sad. Just be happy, and um, right. and realize that we got some good stuff there. But um, I know that you live for for you you have your own uh, connection to Jesus, and you found it through the po- Angel Coaches podcast. And also, you how did you you really tuned into your um, your upbringing, but also asking Jesus in your heart. However, however that happened, but you listen to certain people that really help you stay stay focused. At, how do you do that? Do you mind me asking? Oh no, I not at all. Um, so. You know, I like you said, I was raised Catholic. You know, I was never a non-believer. I always believed. But for me, I wasn't raised to, like, read the Bible. And at least for me, I, I didn't do that. And I, I, I feel horrible saying that it wasn't something that was in, you know, a daily um, ritual for me, per se. You know, I obviously knew the Bible, I knew the books of the Bible, and I knew certain verses and passages, but I'm really learning more as I've gotten older um, and reflected on my faith, reflected on life, and maybe that's the key, you know, that I I have become more in tune to the, the Bible and the passages. And I listen daily to Joyce Meyer. I have become... Uh, yes, I have come to a point in my life that if I don't listen to her first thing in the morning or before I go to bed at night, I don't sleep as well, and my day just is not the same. I mean, she, her messages and her ministries are so impactful. Um, if you're not familiar with Joyce Meyer, she uh, ministers to thousands of people, has been ministering for what, almost 50 years now, has written several, several books, um, but she really takes the, the Bible messages, the verses and the passages, and has a way of really connecting them to our daily life. And it's just, uh. it's so real. Um, and I'm not saying that, 
when I went to Mass as a Catholic that the homily and the readings weren't real. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I, I have found that I get more out of her ministry that I also read the Jesus Calling book, which is a daily, you know, testament, you know, with um, inspirational messages. I read that every day as well. And I, I just find that I have connected to my faith and to a Christianity more in that way of learning. That doesn't work for oh, everybody, but it works for me. Yeah, no. and, you're you're, um, you're you're so hopeful, and you you're amazing. I'm sorry, go ahead. I interrupted you. I forgot. Please. Oh me. no no no, you're fine. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But um, I, I really do. You know, I've always prayed. I've always had faith, like I said. But when when I found your podcast, and then I found Joyce's Ministries, and it's through you know her app. She has her own app. And, you know, other resources I have in my life, you know, really good friends, um, books, and so forth. I have just, I have found a connection to the Siamese triplets, as you refer to them. Um, I have found even more of a connection to my loved ones who have passed, even though I always thought that. It's just, it seems like it gets stronger and stronger every day. And I am so, so, so grateful and so blessed that my life journey has taken me to these passages, you know, these pathways, you, Joyce, other books, other people, other resources. Um, and, and, you know, the whole, like we were talking the resurrection, it's just like this rebirth, this whole like fresh start, if you will. You know, you think about fall and how things go dormant and then spring, everything blooms again. I, I, I'm really feeling that that's a daily thing for me these days. You know, I might go dormant. Yeah, you know, I I might go dormant, you know, for whatever reason. But I always have my book and I always have my app and my phone, like, close to me so I can pick them up or listen anytime. And it has just been, for lack of better words, like this huge brick has been lifted off my shoulders with this, the inspiring words and messages that I I find that I have to have every single day to help me move on. I'm very blessed in that regard. So thank you for being you. Oh, I love you. And you did the same for you because you, you're inspiring. And I am very fortunate to be able to have a podcast with this gal, the young lady. And uh, so uh, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for my relationship with, um, with you know, the, the Siamese triplets. I'm grateful for that. I feel their, their beauty and their love and their joy. And uh, I'll tell you a little miracle, okay? So I was praying with someone uh, the other day, and he said, will you pray with me? I need to get, you know, I need to get some money to move in. And I said, sure. So somebody I've been working with, he's 20 years old, 20 going on, you know, 40. He's got had some setbacks, and, and like we all do. Um, and so he grew up in North Carolina. So we prayed, we, three of us prayed together. And, uh, he calls me the other day and I'm actually going to post his, uh, his testimony on, on my Facebook page or Instagram or both. But he calls me, he says, just to let you know, Mr. Holy bought me this and now I have money to move in. I was like, wow. And it was 20, that 24 hours. Yeah, twenty four hours later, and he said, "I'm going to really give give my life to God now, Jesus." I said, "Great." He said, "Well, I'm doing it again. I've done it, but I 
I just want to do it again because I like that feeling of doing it again. <laughs> I was like, okay, great. So, mm-hmm. You know, um, and so he 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 got that, and then um, uh, you know, I was like, how special is that? And then another friend of mine, she says, uh, he's in my heart, and I, he told me this, and my sweetheart's coming. I go, great. She goes, you would say he's arriving. I go, I agree with that. So you know, so whatever you pray for, you 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 can have, but you got to just have faith. And so. I'm going to say a prayer now because we're getting we're going to run out of time in a minute, and um, and then Lisa and I are going to take turns praying and closing our podcast with a prayer. So, uh, Lisa, I'll do it this week if that's cool, and then uh, next week yeah. your 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 turn. And um, okay, so you don't have to close your eyes, especially if you're driving. Uh, so, but we're going to say a prayer. So here we go. Dear God, dear angels, dear soul family of of everyone listening that's out there. And dear soul family of Lisa and myself, and also God's angels, and Jesus, and Mr. Holy, or Holy, however you want to say it, the Siamese triplets, and uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you for guiding us, and thank you for letting us do this podcast in your name and your honor, and we appreciate you. We appreciate you so much, and we love you, and uh, if anybody's led to, just uh, help them by guiding them to ask Jesus in, in their heart and say, Jesus, I believe you died for me. And I want to be a part of your family. I want to be reborn in your family. And, boy, i got to tell you, you got a great heritage when you do that. And uh, so uh, thank you for helping people if that's the choice they want to make. And we say amen, and so it is. Amen, and thank so you. it is. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. And have a great and happy uh, Easter, and we will see you next Monday. Blessings. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Therese. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Lisa. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.